Welcome to Diligent Canine, and in this Q&A video, I'm going to talk about dogs chasing ATVs. So this question came from somebody that lives out in the country in a rural area. They drive ATVs through uh, wooded areas, around on a farm, things of that nature, and they were asking, um, how, how do I keep my dog from chasing the ATVs, or actually the question was a little unclear. Um, really they were asking about their dog's safety as it pertains to ATVs. And I think this question is a little more general. So the specifics would be with an ATV. Yes, it is fast, yes, it is loud. Obviously there are some inherent dangers if the dog is running in front of or behind or getting too close to um, the wheels of the ATV should they bank hard on a turn or something like that. You don't want the dog to get caught um, under the vehicle. So what this really comes down to is first you have to decide what you want from your dog. Um, similar to like a bicycle or if you bicycle with your dog. Um, how do you want your dog to respond to those things? So typically you want your dog to avoid other people on skateboards, rollerblades, bicycles, um, on ATVs, if that's something that they're going to be exposed to, you want them to ignore that and focus on you. So that is uh, a gradual process of desensitizing, uh, a simultaneous process of first, well, I said simultaneous, but first building a foundation of teaching the dog to focus on you and then gradually increasing the stimulation that they're able to focus on you under. So as the stimulation increases, they're still able to focus on you. So um, that is done to desensitize the dog to bicycles, rollerbladers, skateboarders, people walking by, other dogs walking by. And then I think that should probably be the first thing that you address, both with yourself and with your dog, is how do you want your dog to interact around these other things uh, in its environment. Once you sort of have a grasp on that, then you can sort of get to the specific engagement of you and the dog on if you're the one operating the equipment. So just like you have to kind of figure out how you want your dog to behave while you're taking them for a walk, you also need to figure out how you want them to behave um, when you're riding a bicycle. Um, I don't ride a bicycle with my dog, but I would imagine there is definitely some complications there as well. If your dog jerks the leash hard, obviously it's gonna turn the wheel and um, flip you over your bicycle handlebars. Or if the leash gets caught tangled up in the spokes, the dog comes too close and gets uh, hit in the shoulder by the pedals or sticks their nose in the spokes or in the chain. Um, any of those things could happen with a bicycle. So while I'm thinking about this, a, a, a logical successive approximation would kind of be, I'm gonna teach my dog to walk with me and walk stably, not pull on the leash. Um, and if your plan is to ride a bicycle with your dog, then um, you know the, the threshold for the amount of pulling or, or pushing ahead, um, that is acceptable is even lower because obviously you're not you're more balanced standing on your two feet than you are riding a bicycle at speed so i would have very strict criteria for how i walk with my dog then i would add a bicycle to the equation and um, 
as I've got my hands on the handlebars and I'm, I'm just walking the bike. I'm not riding it yet, but I've got my leash on my wrist or the handlebars or what, however it is affixed to me. Um, and I'm just walking by the bicycle to add those moving parts, the chain, the wheels, the spokes, the handlebars, all that into the equation. So the dog sees this piece of equipment now integrated into the uh, walking process or the process of us moving together. Um, then I, I might start, uh, I might straddle the bike and just ride for a little bit, get off and walk for a little bit and then uh, mount the bike and ride for a little bit again. And then gradually you can decrease the times that um, you are walking and increase the time that you are riding the bike and then just like all things start to add stimulation and uh, speed to the equation. Now. Getting back to the actual question of ATVs, um, we kind of need to do this process over again. How do you want your dog to interact um, when you are operating that equipment? Do you want your dog to run with you? Do you want the dog to ignore the equipment? So it could be that um, you want your dog to stay in the yard while you ride your ATV um, across the farm to do some chores or something or um, or you're just going for a ride and you don't know when you'll be back and you don't really want the dog to follow you because you don't know how to or you haven't trained uh, how to control your dog while you're operating that equipment or do you want your dog to run with you if it's uh, if, if you're going hunting or maybe you are you want the dog with you um, when you're going to do your chores or or if you live out in the country and you're um, Riding across the field to your neighbors or something like that um, So really trying to figure out do you want the dog to go with you while you're operating the equipment? Or do you want the dog to stay put? Obviously that is going to affect how you train your dog then so similar to the bicycle have to first teach the dog the behavior then you have to introduce the equipment then um, you know maybe someone else is riding the ATV around while you're holding your dog or making sure they stay in their stay or down um, and then you can the other person can build up speed on the ATV um, and then uh, you can uh, be the one operating and kind of like go from there um, and and build up uh, your dog's ability to focus while you ride away. Um, obviously, there's like the motion, there's the chasing, there's the noise of the machine, all that stuff um, has to be built up gradually. Now, if you want your dog to go with you, that's really where I feel like there's a safety concern, just like with the bicycle, except um, to a everything to a greater degree, right? ATVs are heavier, um, they're faster, there are more wheels, um, you still have the, all the same blind spots, maybe even more, um, and, and so things get complicated. But I wouldn't do that completely dissimilarly. Um, if you're in a rural enough area where you are riding ATVs frequently, then you should, you should have access to an area that, that you can train, where you can, um, you know, maybe you need a longer leash, um, longer than the, the standard like six foot leash definitely longer than a, a three or four foot leash um and and teach your dog that when you're just like sort of putting along at two five miles an hour where there's there's no real danger or i should say where there is 
there's an acceptable risk of danger where you could very easily stop and halt the situation should the dog get too close to the machine or um, start to stick his nose in the wheel wells or, or um, come too close or something like that or uh, if the dog cuts in front of you now um, if you watch my other videos um, you know that you can you can build up to this process just like trying to keep the dog to stay you might get somebody to help you um, or you might you might be the one helping so you might have someone else operate the ATV while you're standing beside it and while they're kind of like just barely putting along at a speed that you're able to walk next to you can walk your dog next to it and that way you're able to um, verbally praise the dog give them food rewards for doing a good job walking beside you and of course apply corrections when they start to cut in front of if they try to go out ahead and cut in front of the ATV where they would get run over obviously that's a good time to apply a correction and then uh, you can start to build up some speed maybe you're the one um, maybe you've got a friend driving the ATV and you're um, you're sitting on the back or you're riding behind them so that you can focus on the controlling the dog whether that's through praise or correction and they can focus on driving again very slow um, and then sort of build up speed through that or remove the other person as you're the driver so those are my thoughts on uh, ATVs and dogs, dogs chasing ATVs, interacting with ATVs. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM. And remember to support military and working dogs by subscribing on patreon.com slash diligent canine.